After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here, as always, to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. Well, that was a doozy. My name is Andrew Walsh. <laughs> what? And I'm here with Genevieve Haz. What's that? Oh, we'll address it. <laughs> That's from one of the commercials we will be talking about. Boy, that is, I always try to make you laugh with the beginning of the show. That is the most successful I oh think I've God. ever been. Uh, but that is from a commercial we will be talking about in today's show. So stay tuned for an explanation of that. In fact, today's show is a special show where we're turning all of the content over to our listeners, the ad council or the ad counselors, if you will. Um, I have some really exciting stuff to share with you today, Genevieve. Um, first of all, we got a no, not a first time voicemailer, um, but we've heard from a listener here who points out that in a very nice, sweet way, we totally missed something about a very popular campaign that's currently running. And the not re- us. We missed something. We totally missed something obvious. Here's the thing about it, though. <laughs> this person learned about what we were missing from listening to our show sadly, and going on our YouTube page. Sadly, that also scans. <laughs> so we were like, we were playing a new campaign. We were playing old <laughs> campaigns. We were literally... This voicemail is about something that I uploaded to YouTube myself. If you told me that I wrote the campaign (laughs) that I misidentified, I wouldn't be surprised. Anyway, excited to share that with you. Also, um, we have an absolutely charming McDonald's commercial, or maybe if it's not a commercial, it's it's a piece of marketing that features a local farmer who's a friend of one of our listeners. Oh. Well, friend of a friend, but I'll tell you, I'll, you know, let's just say friend, it's easier. Um, so a lot of fun stuff to get to, and it's all coming from you, the Ad Council. Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind Okay, Genevieve, I won't keep you in suspense for too long about what that tape was at the top of the show. It is part of a campaign, an advertising campaign, by the um, somewhat nascent free TV streaming service Tubi. I love Tubi. I love Tubi, too. Tubi, too. <laughs> I had never seen a commercial for Tubi before, but I like yeah, we all have. of it. Have we, we? We did a... I, I know we do. We, we know did we a have. whole show on it. We literally named we a show... We wrote some of them. We literally named a show Tubi or not Tubi oh. because the Super Bowl had some Tubi oh, yeah, ads. Okay, I think... Yeah. yeah, I do remember I that. can't remember now. They which, did the one where they made everybody think that they had sat... Somebody had sat on the remote control, right? I think that was Tubi. Yeah. yeah now that you say that. I, I've forgotten the specifics, but I know that we talked about it because they were... Uh, 
I I don't remember the shows themselves, but I often remember show titles. Well, Tubi is definitely I feel like aimed at maybe people of our generation who have our kind of taste. It is like an actual streaming service. I mean, they have some stuff that's on demand, but really it's like it kind of is laid out like your your cable television guide sort of, and you can just sort of dip into shows um, like it's live TV, except most of the channels are dedicated to like one TV show or one type of TV show. Now like, that's different be a from whole... Pluto, right? Oh, am I confusing Tubi and Pluto? I think Pluto's the one we like, huh? I do like, I like them both, but I think Tubi's more like a, like a, somewhat janky yeah. or hulu where like the, yeah. the content is more up it is up my alley it's like it's stuff yes. i like but it's a little older uh yes. older content i am picturing and i was picturing the the pluto yeah. logo all of that stuff sort of seems i mean like it's not your fault towards us pluto Tubi, to be hulu to be pluto somebody hulu. somewhere decreed that the, hulu. i mean i don't know if it was google or what but somebody decreed that the ooh sound is the mm. only thing that like modern consumers of anything can recognize hootie uh there probably is a hootie and the blowfish there's definitely the blowfish so anyway to be as genevieve said forget everything i said what a long-winded <laughs> explanation of something that i was totally wrong about uh but it is a kind of a free streaming service right yeah and that part um, is true. we got this voicemail about an advertising campaign that they're running uh for their own service uh from one of our favorite callers Mike, King of the Jingles. Hey, Andrew and Genevieve. Listener Mike here. I'm calling to tell you about the new ad campaign from Tubi. Now, I just want to be clear about something here. Mike is not going to sing a jingle. It's just his name now. Mike, King right. of the Jingles. I didn't want you guys all like waiting for the singing to start. Yeah. It never starts, okay? So uh, no singing, just talking. Yeah, free streaming service, Tubi. They've got, I think, five or six of these ads. And they all focus on the premise that the things you love on Tubi go on and on and on. And they demonstrate that by having physical things in the world go on much longer than you would expect. So, for example, in my uh, favorite uh, one of these ads, there's some women sitting poolside and they're checking out a sexy lifeguard as he takes his shirt off. But uh, instead of having a normal set of six-pack abs... His abs just keep going and going and going uh, to the point where he's just like a 50-foot-tall <laughs> human accordion of ab muscles. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, I think they're really funny. They're all pretty visual, so that's not maybe great for the podcast, but I think they're really funny. So, yeah, check it out. Okay, first of all, I love Mike's brevity there. He just said, Tubi, the free streaming service. God, why can't I be like Mike? Well... I mean, he didn't ascend to King of the Jingles for no reason. <laughs> no, that is true. He's a benevolent king. I'm going to start by playing this uh, first one for you here. Um, the one that Mike describes where it is the, um, the I think he's a lifeguard who's showing off his abs. And I think Mike did the perfect job of describing it. Although, as he points out, it's very difficult to describe. You see this lifeguard sort of, or this, whatever, this hunk take off his shirt and it starts with a close up of his abs. And then it just sort of moves up a little bit. But then instead of seeing his chest, it's just more abs, more abs until the 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 shot stays tight for so long that it starts just to look like a like some sort of a candy bar, <laughs> a close up on a candy yeah, bar right. as the camera goes up and never seems to end. So uh, here it is. This is starting with these two women poolside. <laughs> oh. Here's the lifeguard. 
He doesn't. He just. He just goes straight for you. Just takes his shirt up. <laughs> On Tubi, the rom-coms where sexy heartthrobs lift up their shirts to reveal the most perfect abs you've ever seen. Just keep going. <laughs> the final reveal is great because he's a normal he's a guy he's a normal sized guy when he walks up to these women and lifts up his lifeguard tank top but when we pull back for the final reveal he's like 20 feet tall because his abs are so uh, excessive. Yeah, because as the shot keeps going up and up and up it's a tight shot and so you never get a perspective on this whole mm-hmm. thing. Was this just a and I I I think I was literally in the back of my mind kind of wondering like is this just the perception of the people who see this guy when they see his abs or is he literally this tall is he somehow growing in front of us and at the end it's like oh yeah no you're physically He's tall. like a weird giraffe guy <laughs> from your from your waist up so now does that give you a hint as to what we heard at the top of the show yes it does it clarifies a lot about what we heard at the top of the show because what Tubi is doing here is they are focusing on not just abs but various um genres of television programming sure. right so that one they just said i think rom-com where the guy takes off i think that yeah it's like the, tro- said, the trope of like a guy lifting up his shirt his the sexy guy lifting up his shirt kind of a baywatch type of thing so this next one is focused on um uh sitcoms and so you see your very classic like sitcom apartment set it's almost like it's kind of got that seinfeld angle on it it's got a um uh, a kitchenette there that leads into a living room with right, a couch it's, it's very totally laid out room like, yeah. but it's like everything that you see in the seinfeld apartment you basically see in exactly the same spot in this layout and the reason for that probably is because somebody is going to come through the door not Kramer style with that kind of energy but it sets up that you have one person sitting on the couch one person in the kitchenette and then somebody's going to come through the door and say this well that was a doozy On Tubi, the 90s sitcoms where the zany neighbor from across the hall always gets the biggest laughs, just keep going. So they even say the zany neighbor yeah. from across the hall. So clearly, even though this guy does not look or act no, like they're Kramer, Kramer, but yeah, and that's clearly, yeah. a, and they said 90s sitcom. Um, these other ones are going to be more visual again. This one is uh, aimed at musicals, and we see sort of a... Um, kind of a country western live on stage a country western uh banjo player and then a uh, kind of a cowboy and cowgirl kind of but like you know how would you describe their look Vives? almost like a dolly parton-esque yeah. pink uh a lot of cowboy satin. look a lot of satin and they're dancing around dancing around and then the cowboy guy does that thing where he throws the woman sort of like underneath his his legs, right? Mm-hmm. His spread apart legs. And she hangs on to his arms, but then <laughs> they never let go. And his arms just keep going and going until she's like sliding out the door, still holding on to his arms, which are continually growing. <laughs> She slides off the stage past some uh, some dancers. 
Tubi, the musicals where dancers do things you didn't think the human body was even capable of. Just keep going. Oh, and it does say Tubi, find your rabbit hole. I like that. Um, I like that slogan. And is that that's the one that's the campaign we talked a lot about where the rabbits were cl- were kidnapping people and throwing them down the rabbit hole, right? Right. So it's a, that a was that one. Now yeah. I'm still confused about the remote control one that I talked about from the. Well, Super I think they Bowl, both were, they, but they were yeah. just a different style. That's right. That ads. rabbit one was my favorite. Yeah, we really had Super a lot Bowl of commercial. It was one. so dark. It was like Donnie Darko esque. Yeah. Um, also Pluto's, which is the <laughs> streaming service that is more like kind of a streaming service that again is sort of recreating a cheap facsimile of of a cable service or something. I think their tagline is dive right in or something like that. And I think it's sort of interesting that that captures what they do. Like with right. Tubi, you can find some old TV show and just watch it over and over and over. Or, you know, go or down watch the rabbit all, hole. Yeah. yeah. Whereas with Pluto, it's kind of like, just dive in. Like we're constantly streaming. Just just jump in. Yeah. You know, you don't have to choose anything. Just just trust our streams. Uh, one more on this, although that'd I don't good, know. If, that'd be a good slogan. Trust our streams. Trust our streams. Never cross streams. Um, <laughs> there's one more. And this is, um, I guess, parodying the um, trope of organized crime yeah you see like some, some guys kind of on a dock late at night down yeah. by the dock some shady business is going on and they're waiting for some other shady character to show up in a uh, speedboat your man is late look now we see a boat pull up it's the front of a speedboat but guess what it just keeps going <laughs> and going and going on Tubi, the crime dramas where global drug cartels use highly conspicuous speedboats. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> I love the wide shot that they finally show you on some of these. Yeah. So you can sort of see what reality looks like. Yeah, they they go out of their way to like give you give you kind of like the the to to because your mind is doing that work of trying to picture it. I think that's smart of them to like kind of scratch that itch. Yeah. So, um, Mike, King of the Jingles, thank you for sending in that campaign. I had not seen that airing anywhere. I have not seen it air anywhere. I really like it. Thank you for sharing it. I love a good, uh, coherent campaign like this. Yeah. And I also like it for the some one of the same reasons that I loved that campaign by um i think it was lifetime movie network where they would have like yeah where they would have people acting like people act in uh or jumping to the conclusion of the way the way things happen in lifetime murder movies right yes i know you're just befriending me because you know you're gonna kidnap me and steal my identity or whatever and i and then the tagline was like been watching too much hallmark movies Mm -hmm. or something and i like that because this also speaks to specifically the kinds of things that they are providing. It's they're yep. not, in other words, they're not just doing a Geico. They're not exactly. just coming up with a joke that is like, here's a funny joke, and also here's what we sell. They're connecting the product to, yep. to what they sell in a funny way, which I really yep. appreciate. And they highlight the various things, yeah. you know. That, so each one it is makes something you think different. Like Seinfeld, I haven't watched Seinfeld right. in a while, or without having to like without getting too into the specifics of the 
the exact show. They mm-hmm. just kind of pick these great tropes. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the thing that I, I can't believe we missed. Um, uh, just joking, I can believe it. I miss all kinds of things. Um, this is a voicemail from listener Stephen regarding the um, BK commercial. BK, have it your way. And that's a song that is so popular now nice. that it's on YouTube. It's used, it, I think, more like maybe a year ago, though, it was like burning up the TikTok charts. Oh. Like yeah, everybody's, everybody's using obsessed the, with it. Um, and it's, uh, there's kind of a rap that changes for each for each commercial in the campaign, kind of describing what they want to focus on. But essentially always come coming back to this idea that like you can customize your order however you want. It's BK. You always get it your way. Um, okay. We talked about the new campaign. Here is listener Steven who picked up on something. Hi, Beavs and Andrew. This is Steven. Um, I called back in May of 2022. And left you a little jingle. It was the Alaskan McDonald's one that went, Oh, I just love McChicken. I love it all the time. Yeah. But I love it more than ever for buck, 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 89. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, at that time, I'd been catching up on After These Messages and had just finished listening to every episode from the beginning up to January of 2020. So uh, I'm proud to say that I've caught up with the rest of 2021 Amazing. and 2022 earlier this year. And I've been a weekly listener ever since. Oh my gosh. I will say though, uh, one benefit of listening to four to five episodes in the span of a week is that I noticed some things that you may have missed since you did these episodes over the course of a month or two. One of those things is about the BKU rule commercials, the ones that are now back in heavy rotation in NFL. Okay, you know what? It occurred to me this might be a good time for me to play the kind of new version so you can get this in your head. Whopper, 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 junior double, triple whopper, flame grill taste with perfect toppers. I rule this day. Lettuce, mayo, pickle, ketchup. It's okay if I don't want that impossible or bacon whopper. Any whopper my way. You rule your season today. Play one more. Eat like a king who's on the budget. Three tasty options, fries, drinking nuggets, all for five bucks. Wait, that can't be right. Just confirm that that's the real price. BK, have it your way. Okay. Um, so that's the new commercial campaign that we've been talking about. Now, back to Steven. Um, I'd been wondering if that tune came from somewhere because it seemed kind of old fashioned. And uh, yeah. The mystery was solved thanks to a podcast called After These Messages and its archival YouTube channel. Yeah, the tune was from an original 1974 commercial. I sent you the link. Um, and Andrew, of all people, posted a 1996 commercial where there were a bunch of office workers who were trying to remember the lyrics. It's the same song. They just sped it up a bit and changed the lyrics for you know the, the 21st century. Um, I don't recall what episode that was from, uh, but I found it funny because a few weeks after you talked about that, You've ended up talking about the current version of the of the commercial on uh, an NFL show you did, but you didn't mention the connection at all, probably because you didn't uh, mm-hmm. see it or, or remember it. But um, that's what I got for now. And I look forward to another uh, NFL commercial recap because there's a lot of good ones out there right now. Uh, take care and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Sounds like Bye. there's another person there who gets uh, or sees most new commercials through some sort of NFL viewership. So. Yes, I don't. We've played both of these commercials before, and I don't know if we've played them back to back to make this comparison. But this is the 1974 commercial that Stephen was talking about. We see a family going into Burger King. They're about to place an order. Have it your way. Have it your way. Have it 
Yeah. I remember talking about that at some point. It blows my mind that it never, we never just made that final connection between that, that tune, which yeah. we have talked about. And and I know what's coming up, this, this 90s version that kind of like has people remembering it. Yeah, which is one of my favorite commercials ad, yeah. that we've talked about in the YouTube segment. And um, it's exactly, it's the same song. Yeah, I, I knew that. See, the thing is Burger King, and I really admire this, like for decades upon decades now they've done a good job of sticking with that message yeah your way you can personalize your burger and or your meal or whatever and i can understand how that appeals to you both as a consumer of burgers and of commercials because you do have specific yeah, ways that true. you like your burgers right like you generally although i always want i'm i find it weird that the whopper doesn't have cheese on it yeah like if you want cheese on your whopper you have to order the whopper with cheese yeah that is backwards most places you yeah. i have to order it without cheese specifically but um yeah but somehow so i knew all of that but somehow i did not realize it was the same exact tune mm-hmm. you know and i didn't put it all together so we've now heard the newest version which is the same tune. I, it just sort of blew me away when I was listening to this today. Uh, we heard the original version from 1974. Now, here was the commercial that you were just mentioning and that Stephen mentioned. <laughs> Sending me a link to my own YouTube channel, <laughs> by the way. The first time that's ever happened. Um, and I love this commercial... I still just think about this sometimes and it makes me laugh so hard. It's a, a bunch of people in an office in the 1990s and they're trying to kind of like remember the old jingle from the 70s. You remember that Burger King song? Hold the pickles, hold the lettuce, crying babies won't upset us. Crying babies? No, 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 no. It's hold the pickles, hold the lettuce, hold the ketchup, hold the lettuce. No, 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 no. It's vegetables are out to get it. Even if you now just mad us. One thing's for sure. Your Whopper is always made your way. Just 99 cents every day. In the hallway. The Whopper. Always 99 cents at Burger King. All we ask is that you let us serve it your way. No. no. Hey, guys, that's it. <laughs> what does he say? He says, vegetables are out to get us yes. is one of my favorite Crying lines. Crying babies won't upset us. <laughs> vegetables are out to honestly, get us. But honestly, low-key, my so favorite great. is the woman who just says lettuce twice. Yeah. <laughs> hold the pickles, hold the lettuce, hold the ketchup, hold, hold the, the lettuce. lettuce. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man, that really paid off, Stephen. So thank good. you so much yeah, for Stephen, connecting thank you. those thank dots. Thank you for finally for connecting that, that dot. Uh, because it, yeah, obviously we were just being very oblivious. I um, I know we've talked about this before. It boggles my mind 
to think about going back and listening to our earliest episodes. Oof. I know we got a, a, a nice note from somebody who did go back from the beginning and listened all the way through and said, honestly, it's not that much different. And they even busted my chops a little bit, said, Genevieve's always right. You're always <laughs> wrong. You know, like you had the ad council. You you know, you called your audience the ad council on, on day one, That's which I remember that. We lucky. came up with yeah. that like moments yeah. before the show. I remember that. Um, but... I think about when we started this, how unsure we were. We, you know, you're learning the format on the fly. I was not set up to have two microphones in that old apartment. I had, you know, a, a studio, a quote unquote studio, just an office that was like wood floors, echoey as hell. Do you I put a microphone behind yeah, you. We used to record or behind me for you. Yeah, we would record facing the same direction. Yeah, I'd in have other to, words, I, not facing each other. I would like turn over my shoulder to talk to you. I would I'd grab all. All of the pillows in the house and try to throw them around the room as if it made any difference whatsoever. It was such an uncomfortable way to podcast. Yeah. Um, and we didn't really know what we were doing. And I'll say, like, obviously, I am somebody who lives with a lot of shame and a lot of embarrassment. And I think that there are parts of this show to this day that if I were to go back and listen to myself babbling, it would just be so cringy, so, so cringy for me. But I'm honestly legitimately proud of what we do. Like, we've yeah. been doing this every Tuesday for years now, and I feel like so much, even if I'm not always a great host, we know what we're doing, yeah. and we have fun. And We've done some good shows. Yeah. I, I, will, I have no desire uh, to go back to the early years and re-listen to those shows, mm -mm. but unlike you, I have listened to every show. Yeah. I've, we've never put out a show that I didn't at some point listen back to. Um, just on my own and I find myself laughing along with us and I'm I'm the me I'm laughing and along I'm with. the me <laughs> um, and never any bad edits never a pickup I never left in a I gotta cut that out it's later it's astounding to me that that is the case I do not <laughs> think that there's ever been um, a bad pickup that, yeah, this will probably probably be the show um, okay so do you remember we're gonna do this Veeves. we can get through this I okay? don't know man look at me look at me Genevieve we can do this we're not going to play the commercial until after we describe it. Okay. Okay. And then we don't have to talk during. And then we won't have to talk during the commercial. And we don't even have to watch the whole commercial okay. again. But with a little bit of distance, I think I can describe this commercial that had us openly weeping on the show just a couple of weeks ago. Even after we were like, I was like, I'm not going to cry. I'd say Kroger commercial. Yeah, it was for the grocery chain Kroger. And I think we were, I can't remember the theme of the show. It was something about toys or, I don't know, characters that look like toys. It was Twee. Twee, right. And I thought that this Kroger campaign could potentially be called a Twee. Um, and Kroger owns other grocery stores, too, like Fred Meyer, I think, if your local has this same campaign. Yeah. Um, and it's like these little cartoon characters that somehow, even though they don't really look like them, they evoke this sort of colorful innocence of those little Fisher Price armless little characters like people of our generation used to play people. with little peg people um, and they're like going around the, I think the early commercials show these characters just you know being happy in a grocery store and then they started to expand it a little bit you see some of them out in fields or, or serving dinner to their families or whatever um, but they've stuck with this sort of animation style which I really like I, th I think it's pretty cool um it's definitely they they own that brand and they've done a really nice job of like 
associating their brand with it and staying consistent with it. And that's one that they could do for years. It's for, yeah, it'll d- never, d- yeah, it, it, will, just, it will be evergreen. Yeah. Um, and then one of them shocked me at how sad it was. Yeah. And I will tell you the whole story here without getting choked up because I didn't watch it right before the show. <laughs> um, and I think I can do this with a relatively dry eye, which is, it is the story. <laughs> <laughs> It's the story of what we take to be a recent widower, probably in his 60s or 70s. We see him in a big house by himself. It's kind of dark. It's the middle of the night. He's not super well shaven. Um, You get the impression that his partner, his wife, who we realize later is his wife, uh, died pretty recently. And he's feeling kind of sad. He goes in the kitchen. He opens up one of her old cookbooks, which also sort of served as a diary. And so there are photos next to various recipes that corresponded with various phases of their life as they grew old together from childhood and meeting to their teenage love years to, to, you know, raising a family together. And that part alone, just seeing him have these memories with these recipes um, is just such a tearjerker. And then at the end, his family, like his, you know, his children or we decided it was his His, adult son and daughter daughter and and her husband and and their their child and their child come over and you see like the little girl that wants to look at her grandmother's um, cookbook or whatever and it is just like so sad and the cookbook has a little post-it note on it and this is what can you do it can you do it what got me can you do it i was fine until i saw the post-it note in the grandma the 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 from the grave the grandmother's post-it note says share with family Oh, you know, I don't even know if I remember that little deal. That's what pushed me over the edge. I think that my... That the grandmother knew this day would come. Wow. I think um, my eyes were already too blurry with tears at that point to even pick up on that little detail. But it's like... Like we said, Kroger may have overshot a little <laughs> I mean I love it I think it's great I mean it, it it impacted me more than any commercial I can think of in a really long time but is it still like a lot of like you know is it, are they, how, how's their, how's their rice and sales doing? Now, it's a, I should mention, it's a holiday commercial. Yeah, so like the and family's those are always commercial. tend to be In very fact, emotional. I'm looking at the opening shot now, Genevieve. We do have to play a little bit of this because I want to talk about the music in it. Oh, um, that's, I just One thing I didn't notice yeah. is, so we see like a suburban street with nice old style houses. And there's one on the left that is all decorated out and bright for Christmas. One on the right is the same. And then right in the middle is the old man's home. No decorations. Like he's having a bad holiday i'm getting choked up god damn it yeah Kroger. are you flipping i mean kidding that's the thing. Me? every little detail of this is is considered it, it is like yeah. a i think you made this comparison last time it's a little bit like one of those sad pixar movies or, or is it the it's, Dis- it's what up. Are the, yeah yeah it's it reminds I, I i don't see how you could fail to be reminded of the opening um uh Act of Up. Which is, is that about Pixar or is that the Disney one? DreamWorks? Uh, I'm or not what? good at this stuff. Because one of those brands is associated with trying to make you cry, right? Oh, is it? I thought like one of It looks like it's a Disney. Of... Up was Disney. I have a little piece of tape, only because I think we have a little bit of extra time here. I'm going to try playing this for you. I have a little piece of tape that I grabbed from like a, a viral video um, a long time ago. I think on like TikTok or something along those lines. Um, it's both Pixar and Disney, which I will admit to you, I thought were different. Yeah, I can't. I, I, don't know, I can't keep those things straight. Okay, uh, I did find this. This is just like eleven seconds of some viral video that I grabbed that kind of colored my thinking on these things. It's like the Human Genome Project, but instead of mapping DNA, 
We're trying to make people <laughs> sob so hard that they lose their shit. Oh, yeah, we're trying to make people real sad on purpose. <laughs> and I had that labeled as, like, Disney or something. So somebody was just sort of making fun of the crying labs over there yeah. at Disney or DreamWorks or whatever it happens to be. So, uh, now, we've talked about this commercial, this Kroger commercial. We don't have to describe it anymore, but do listen to this music that they use. And I'd give up forever to touch you. Cause I know that you feel me somehow You're the closest Look away, Genevieve. I need you. I need you for the rest of the show. Look away. I'm trying to take in the other details so I can, like, kind of gain a little perspective on it. All I can taste is this moment Like, he's making these recipes. He's not so gutted and... Uh, unable to function that he can't like prepare the house to have his family over or make these recipes in memory of his wife well he's cheering up the more he makes these recipes yeah and I don't want the world to see me cause I don't think that they'd understand when everything's made to be broken I just want you So that song, after watching that commercial, really stuck in my head. And I was singing that song for a couple of days in that slowed down version of it. And I knew it was some 90s song that they had slowed down and made super sentimental. That was a huge trend in, in like movie trailers, only more like kind of intense. But you take a pop song sure. from a while back, you slow it way, way you down. You maybe change the gender of the vocalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I believe they did there. Yeah. So I did not, um, but I never was able to like fully process what the song was. I'm kind of terrible at that era of music. Yeah. But we got this note from listener Bet in New York State who says this. Now, keep in mind, this is a story she's going to tell us that happened before she heard about this commercial on our podcast. That Kroger commercial set me off because it's the song Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls, which I broke down to the first Christmas I saw my grandpa without his grandma after she died. Or I'm sorry, not his grandma. Her grandma. I saw my grandpa without my grandma after she passed away. Oh, wow. That's right right on the nose. Bet, are you okay? Yeah. God, if we can't get through this without crying. Yeah, that commercial must have just absolutely like destroyed you like are you gonna sue like is this your story (laughs) this is like your story okay this is and then this is a little bit on the end here of bet's note this is funny she says then weirdly two days later i saw johnny resnick at the airport getting off my grandfather's flight i'm assuming that johnny resnick is goo goo doll number one that that's if if he's not this story makes a lot less sense (laughs) put it that way what if he's just like a tennis player (laughs) yes what's even stranger interestingly i saw a celebrity unrelated yeah he's a singer songwriter known as the founder and guitarist of uh the goo goo dolls um so that is that is so such a those are three weird coincidences or two weird coincidences anyway um speaking of it being a small world uh which i don't know if that's what we were speaking of um i got a note here uh from heather in chicago reacting to a commercial that we played kind of recently oh same same show actually the twee commercial the one that we played was for mcdonald's uk specifically and it was about McDonald's French fries. And the scurrilous rumors yes. about those potatoes. And how they're like, but the point of the commercial is that, oh, actually, 
the the potatoes that we use are made right here in England, right? Yeah. Um, and of course, you and I pointed out. I don't know if it was necessary, but to say. We're assuming that the U.S. McDonald's fries are not made in England. They're probably made here by American farmers. <laughs> That'd be wild. Right? That would if we were that importing would be. famous famous potato exporter, <laughs> Great Britain. Great Britain, right? But Heather says I grew so Heather's in Chicago now. But Heather says I grew up in Pasco, Washington, and 12 years ago, my sister's best friend was in a McDonald's commercial because she is a potato farmer and she grows McDonald's potatoes outside of Pasco. Now, coming off of the heels of that sad commercial, this might—I mean, this is not a super sad commercial, but I love the coincidence here that we have a listener who's you know friend of a friend or you know family friend is featured in a McDonald's commercial as a potato supplier. Yeah, make, making the same case, I assume. Uh, I haven't seen this yet, but, like, fundamentally it's the same case, right? Like, which is they want you to know the potatoes you're eating in our restaurants are not from some potato, mm-hmm. underground potato lab, uh, potato food lab. They are from your local farmers. And this is, so this is like a 90-second spot here. I don't, I assume this didn't air on television in its entirety, but that's the one I'll play for you here. This one is not a comedy like the one we played from England. This is um, beautifully shot, and it's all like... A, an interview or one side of the conversation with the farmer and her name is Jen Bunger and she's talking about like why she became a farmer um, and followed in her father's footsteps and everything and it's not it's not necessarily a tearjerker but I think this is just so well done and Jen is just perfect for this I know why they built a commercial around her yeah. she's just so natural in her presentation talking about her work and her life and it's I find it very moving when she talks about like following in her father's footsteps and it's just shot so beautifully it is such a great spot take a listen to this I grew up on the farm it's my life every summer that's all I did was work on the farm and I love it love it love it Farming's just a way of life. It's not just that it is a family business. You get to literally see your hard work grow. When I told my dad I wanted to be a potato farmer, he thought I was crazy. He tried to talk me out of it. When I finished college with a nursing degree and became a registered nurse, he kept telling me. Okay, I just want to say here, I realized watching this commercial that one of my favorite things is hearing daughters imitate their dads. Nursing degree and became a registered nurse. He kept telling me, you have a good job in town. Why would you want to come back and risk everything every year to farm? And so now I'm a full-time potato farmer and a part-time nurse. We take a lot of pride in not only growing potatoes, but growing the quality that McDonald's wants. You know, you tell people that our potatoes go and make McDonald's french fries. They're like, really? (laughs) Those are are the best fries. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just grateful to my dad for not only instilling the work ethic in me, but for allowing me to follow my dreams and follow in his footsteps. I wouldn't trade this life for anything. It's, yeah, it's what I love. Isn't that great? That's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. It's it's the same. 
it's sort of the same message, but it's from such a different angle, mm-hmm. and it appeals to so many such a different um, set of emotions. Did you notice what the name of one of those pieces of equipment were in the commercial that was sorting and shooting potatoes? Oh in no, truck? I didn't. Spudnik. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would really appreciate that. I do appreciate it. I'm sorry I didn't notice it. Uh, yeah, wordplay uh, cuts across every demographic. Anyway, thank you so yeah, much for really. sending that in, Heather. That. I, and that, I mean, just and again, just such a beautifully shot little piece there, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of, I think, tradition, what you'd sort of expect of shots of a farm, but like which is these beautiful wide shots of her and her father very far away yeah. in the distance walking through a but field. But also as someone who likes, you know, how things are made kind of, stories um just seeing the volume of how like the volume of potatoes getting harvested and seeing them piled up in the back of these harvester Mm -hmm. uh trucks and the machinery that that collects them i mean it really is like you know large-scale farming is fascinating to me and i know nothing about it so it's really interesting to even just get a little window into it yeah i really i really like that really great job and and they're not wrong i mean like mcdonald's you know Sure, has, is deserving of many criticisms, but they do make the best fries. Do you know what my favorite fast food French fry would be? Well, you, you like? Do you like Burger King? Which I think it's so. <sighs> Ironically, I do like Burger King fries a great deal, but I never get them because Burger King offers. You onion know, they're doing halvesies now. Yeah, it's part of your way thing, yeah. right? You can get like half uh, onion rings, half fries. I would still just probably get all onion rings, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like Burger King fries. They're not my favorite. I don't know what your favorite is. Arby's curly fries. Oh, yeah. Seasoned you can curly miss me fries. With that. oh, That's like a so different good. food. I mean, it's a potato. Yeah, so is a, so is a mashed potato. Right. Are, is that the same as a French fry? Well, I mean, it's the same food. No. It's no. just so different. Like the fla- uh, I, every- I know what you're saying. It, I, mean, I mean, the flavor is very different. Yeah, like I just think like it sort of isn't fair to put it in a, in a stack it up against like the Wendy's fry, the Burger King fry. But it is in the, in the conversation of fast food fries. I think it is because like you can't. I don't think they you, don't do it. I don't. They don't do a non-seasoned. You know, I could be wrong about that, but I didn't think that Arby's had like straight non-seasoned fries. Mm-hmm. I thought like if you know if you go to McDonald's, you're going to get McDonald's fries. Burger King has their fries, and Arby's has their fries. I feel so. like most, unless you're doing an Arby's thing where you're like doing like this is very different thing, or like Chick Fil A, which is obviously their thing is is the waffle. waffle fries, the un, yeah. it's a waffle fry that is unlike most waffle fries, not breaded, mm-hmm. uh, which is what I appreciate about yeah. it. If you're though, if you're just Jack in the Box or Rallies or any of these places that do like a shoestring fry, mm-hmm. you are nothing but a pale imitation of McDonald's. Mm. Unless you're doing your own thing, if you're doing a shoestring fry, you're doing it worse than McDonald's. Mm, that's interesting. Um, how do you like the fries over at Carlos O'Kelly's? <laughs> do you remember the commercial we played? Do I remember Carlos O'Kelly's, Carlos O'Kelly's. with the two? Uh, were they Sooners? <laughs> um, I let's see here. Iowa running back oh, Tyler Iowa, Goodson Oklahoma. and safety Dane Belton. So we did a show, uh, I don't know, about a month ago, looking at college athletes and commercials because now college athletes are allowed to be in commercials and yeah. actually reap some of the financial benefits of that. And so you know, a lot of these are you know, well, they're in college. They're young people who are not in college to be actors so you know I don't want to dunk on their performances but if you it, will if you will um, but they did sort of I think um, you don't want to spike the ball <laughs> I don't want to home run it in their <laughs> face <laughs> I don't want to commit an 
I don't want to commit an error by overly <laughs> criticizing these student athletes. But anyway, they obviously run the gamut of quality. Uh, and this first one we thought was funny. It's for Carlos O'Kelly's Inspired Mexican Restaurant. Uh, and you have here, I think I just mentioned this, Tyler Goodson and Dane Benton, uh, a couple of football players inside this restaurant. It was notable to us because Carlos O'Kelly's is a very funny name. Yeah. I don't care if I give Carlos O'Kelly's a home run in the face on this one. Like, that is a hilarious <laughs> name for a Mexican cantina, right? And or an Irish restaurant. Or an Irish Unclear. restaurant. Unclear. So here, take a listen to this. The two athletes are sitting at the table in the restaurant. I think we read a little article about this uh, saying it took a full hour to tape this commercial. Hey, guys, what are you doing here? Something you could never do. We're getting paid to make a commercial. Oh, that's right. It starts with this guy, Keith Duncan, who uh, graduated earlier and never got to make money off of commercials because the rules hadn't changed for him. Hey, guys, what are you doing here? Something you could never do. We're getting paid to make a commercial. While you're still in school? Let's see who's going to be the greatest influence on campus. It's no question. I can melt a fan's heart like a bowl of queso. Okay, but me and the touchdown are as great as a combo as Carlos Chips and Salsa. Yeah, but if it wasn't for these plates, I'd be the hottest thing in here. Seriously, ask Nebraska. Who do Hawkeye fans love more than me? And then it says, Carlos O'Kelly's inspired Max. I think I described that as a... Um just a general pub, maybe, where you can get nachos as well as, I don't know, more American fare and maybe even some, uh, I don't know, uh, what what would be a um, Irish fare, I guess, bangers and mash? Yeah, kind of like general, general uh, you know, English Isles food, I guess. So we played that commercial, and then immediately after it, and this is all related, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this, um, we also played this commercial, same kind of premise for our show, which is this um, features a college athlete, a, a wide receiver for the Nebraska Cornhuskers, um, and I don't think I have his name in front of me here, but he'll probably identify himself okay, in the commercial. Are you saying that to, to be silly? Oh, no, there it is. Sorry, the whole point of this is his name is DeColdest Crawford, right. and so so this is and for I, a company I think it's called. Gr- I think it's great that somebody in the in the cooling uh, the AC business was like, "You guys, stop! Drop whatever you're doing." <laughs> That's right. There's a guy on our local, you know, for the the state team that we all root for, and his name is the coldest. The coldest, yeah. And so here is an SOS heating and cooling commercial. We see a young mother on the couch with her baby, and I think she's maybe complaining about the temperature or something. I haven't watched this since we played it on the show about a month ago. And then the coldest is there. I'm so glad we called SOS. Our AC is the coldest. I'm always the coldest. SOS to the rescue. Hey, this is Dakota Crawford, wide receiver from Louisiana, now playing in Lincoln. When your AC isn't the coldest, you call SOS heating and cooling. Their takes don't make commissions, so they give you an honest opinion, fair price. Okay, there you go. The coldest Crawford for SOS. Now, yeah. the reason I'm setting both of those up is we have a listener in the Midwest who's called in before uh, and had a little, had some, I, I guess, some uh, touch points for both of those commercials. Hello, listener Tal here, calling in from Nebraska. Uh, the Midwest keeps getting represented in the last couple of weeks' episodes, and. Uh, <clears throat> Going to that Carlos O'Kelly's ad, I just wanted to chime in. Um, that was a, a favorite of my grandparents. I, I haven't admittedly been in, gosh, I don't know how long, um, well over 20 years now, but uh, my 
memory of it was that it was very much not going for a pub vibe, even with the silly name. It was more so just the, you know, whitest version of a Mexican cantina chain restaurant, <laughs> like a la Applebee's, but, but for Mexican food. Sure. Then uh, other, the other thing I thought was funny was the uh, the SOS ad, which um, they also do a lot of advertising campaigns around here. They're not purely local to this area, um, even though that one was for Nebraska. Um, but they, they've had back-and-forth campaigns, and I think they're always trying to do something viral, um, which started with a, a company here that for three weeks had a billboard up on the interstate that just said, your wife is hot, for, for weeks with no explanation. <laughs> and then uh, they finally finished the billboard several weeks later with a, so you better call you know, so-and-so's air conditioning. And uh, that that obviously got everybody in the town to talk for quite a while. And I think ever since then, a lot of those local companies have been vying for, for that same level of intrigue from the public. So just thought I'd share some, some insights as uh, my ears perked up yet again. Thanks for uh, the show. Now, I um, tried getting a hold of Tao to ask him um, if he could remember what that other company was, but unfortunately he'd been ripped apart by a pack of dogs immediately <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> after leaving. It did, seem, it did seem very imminent. Yeah. Uh, so, Tao, I hope you're okay. I am glad that I'm glad you got the voicemail in before yeah. the dogs caught up with you. Way to prioritize. <laughs> um, I yeah. really do appreciate that. Um, I love that. First of all, your wife is hot as a billboard that is then later, like, you know, <laughs> the punchline yeah. explained is, is just my favorite thing ever. I like hats off to SOS Heating and Cooling. Now that wasn't SOS. Oh, that I'm was sorry. their competitor. Those are competitor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those hats off to their competitor. Um, I will also say that if Carlos O'Kelly's, as he describes it, is like a very like sort of white com- a white version of like of Mexican food. Cantina, yeah. They really nailed it with the name. They really, yeah. they really dialed it in. They're like, it's Carlos, so the food will be sort of Mexican inflected, uh-huh. but it's O'Kelly's, so don't worry about it. <laughs> so you're don't safe. worry about it. You're don't safe. Don't worry about it, Grandpa. Don't worry about it, Grandpa. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, that is hilarious. Both of those stories are amazing to me. Okay, we got to get out of here. I'm going to play one little kicker here for you from um, Lloyd in Cool, California. How about that? The name of the town is cool? Yeah, it's near Sacramento. Why does everybody want to live there? They do. Everybody does want to live there, <laughs> but only some people can living. live there. Oh, no. Because if this you move a, in, they all get up and take their lunch train yes, move Yes, I was going to say, this is a town where you can't sit with us. <laughs> exactly. There, um, that, <laughs> <laughs> they used to call it You Can't Sit With Us, California. <laughs> Lloyd says, I've been binge listening to After These Messages, and I really dig it. Uh, you probably already covered this commercial on some earlier show. I will tell you, we have not. Uh, I'm working my way backwards from the most recent episode, but this ad, what the hell? Now, I don't think we've played this before. This did not... Um Ring any bells to me, and I don't even know how to describe it, to be honest with you. It's for something called Imperial Leather. According to YouTube, it came out in the year old. 
<laughs> the description is just old exclamation point. And we start by seeing a man, I believe, sitting in a bathtub, but having a very fancy bath with uh, champagne and an ice bucket. And then the camera kind of moves out and we see that his wife is also in a bathtub and she's having cocktails as well. But Again, a separate bathtub that's next like to his bathtub. looks like a separate bathtub. It's very opulent, yes. though. Um, everything is sort of gold colored. Um, then we see there's also a couple of kids in here and I think they're actually playing with like a duck in a fountain and it's not a toy duck they have an actual live duck okay yeah now I think that's just the setup <laughs> as the camera pulls out we still don't know anything about what's actually happening at the end of this you'll still not know what's okay. happening yeah. okay but I'm not gonna I'm, some, I'm gonna have to pause this halfway through to tell you about something that happens you and your family have worked hard for life's little luxuries. Some you can only afford now and again. Bermuda looks nice. So he's reading the Financial Times. Mm -hmm. uh, he picks up a golden phone. I guess there's only one child in here, but it's like bath time for the whole family, but like in the absolute lap of luxury, right? Yeah, for some reason, they're all taking a bath together, but not in the same vessels. They all have their own little he vessels. He picks up one of those old style handsets that's like gild gilded mm -hmm. and, you know, very fancy. And so the wife has this idea that it would be nice to take a vacation, so he picks up a gold phone. Bermuda looks nice. Simon, Bermuda. Roger, Wilkow. So the phone actually went to the pilot of an aircraft that they're all on. Now we, we see pull a back. wide shot. And it's a big room, but clearly on an airplane, very well lit. Uh, again, this is a fancy airplane. Opulent as hell. Yeah, this is like... This is like a so this is like a fever dream of opulence. Then so he tells the uh, pilot Bermuda, and then you see the plane starts to tilt. Right. Like, and the pilot says he says Roger Wilco. Yeah. I, if I ever knew, why is it Roger and Roger Wilco again? What, what does that mean? Does R W mean something? Right? Not right away. <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't oh, know that Roger Wilco had like. I didn't know if it was something like like. Um, like where the letters are, where it's the the military alphabet or whatever mm -hmm. the what is that called the NATO alphabet? I did if it is, I I don't know what it is, but I mean it just means like Roger Wilco, like you know, copy that. Yeah, it just means understood, yes. comply. Understood. But why is it RW? I'm not sure. But anyway, the pilot says Roger Wilco and starts to turn the plane around. Bermuda. Roger Wilco. But there's one luxury you should never be without: imperial leather. Imperial leather. Luxury you can afford every day. And then at the end, we realize imperial leather is a soap. Okay. And they all, while still in their bathtubs, put on seatbelts. Yep. Or plane belts. Yeah, they're seat belts. You oh, they're still, still seats. Still yeah. wear seats and planes. They're not called or, car so, belts. Still sit in seats and planes. Um, and then they put a little seatbelt on the soap. Yes. And so I guess this is the soap of people... With those type of wealthy aspirations, they're really going for it. They're really going for broke with imperial leather. They're like, we the the message. The only thing we want people to associate with this soap is luxury. Mm -hmm. We don't want anyone to know how it smells, how it much, how well it cleans. Just it's luxury, and there's a no level of luxury that is too luxurious because this looks like something 
that Donald Trump saw as a mm-hmm. child and then based his whole life off of. Exactly. And I think Lloyd put it best when he said, what the hell? <laughs> Thank you, Lloyd. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right, we'll leave it there for today. What a fun show. That was thank so fun. Thank you, listeners. Oh, my gosh. Why thank- do we ever do anything other than... I know. I mean, if we had, if we had enough... Emails. If we had enough feedback for every show, that is what all we would do, but... We have to keep making content so that people can keep reacting to it. It's That's a true. feedback loop. It is. Okay, so here's the thing. We have a voicemail line. You can call our phone number and leave us a voicemail. Like you heard today, you don't have to sing or do anything goofy. You can just uh, tell us what you've been thinking about and share some stories with us. 607-444-5597. Again, that's 607-444-5597. But you know what other people have been doing? We heard a couple of these today. These days, phone technology with your Bluetooths and your hands-free and your whatnot, sometimes that sound quality is not very good. People have been... Sometimes a pack of wild dogs is chasing. (laughs) (laughs) So people have been just recording things on their little voice memo and emailing it into us, which is another way that because we love hearing your voice. Uh, You can email us that way or you can write something out and email us after these messages show at gmail.com. Again, after these messages show at gmail.com, you can take a look at the um, commercials that we found on old VHS tapes and digitized. Go to our YouTube page after these messages show on YouTube. Yeah, see if you can spot a, a commercial that we talked about that then we completely disregarded in yes, later episodes. exactly. Also, you could uh, have conversations on our Facebook page, uh, our Facebook group where people have conversations about the stuff we talked about here and other commercials that they've uh, seen. I forgot to plumb the depths of that today, Genevieve, um, because I was locked out of your Facebook account. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll take a look I at it. I forgot to tell you about that. Uh, but, we'll, you know, we'll, if there's some good stuff there, we'll get to it at a, at, a later t- at a later date. Absolutely. Thank you all again for all of those wonderful emails emails and voicemails. We will talk to you next week. I want to own a boat one day. They got my dreams and they playing some